everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Creative Coach YouTube slash podcast. And today I have my very first official guest, good personal friend, an amazing business coach, Danielle Riley. And so Danielle's developing a course right now, and I'm going to let her talk about it, but it's basically about how everything in your business is like interconnected. And she does a lot of coaching on mindset, but also the business, marketing, sales side, like she does it all and she's awesome. And she's really helped me with my mindset a ton. So Danielle, will you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your course and then we will get to chatting about our like personal life experiences. Okay. Um, Hi, I'm Danielle. I'm a brand photographer and a coach. And I say coach because I'm a little bit of a, I'm a little bit of a business coach, a life coach, and a mindset coach because they all are intertwined. I see the value in all of them. I have invested in all three of the coaches, and I see how all of their teachings are kind of combined together. Um, and yeah, so that's who I am. And you want to know about my course? Yeah, tell us about it while you're here. Um, well, my course is a labor of passion and love. We will say that. Um, but it is full of basically everything that I wish that I would have had. And I wish that I would have known when I was going through these really hard times in my business. Um, and of course, all it is a mix of business and life and mindset because they are all intertwined and they are all connected. Um, and the truth is that there doesn't need to be another strategy course out there. There doesn't need to be another sales course out there. There doesn't need to be anything like that. There's already enough of them, but there's not enough about people talking about the hardships of business owner and then how to work through a process to get to your desired results. And that's what my course is. Yes. I love that. So, okay. So you and I are friends like outside of the business world. So I mean, Danielle, you know a lot about me that my like therapist also knows about me. <laughs> and I feel like I know a lot about you that your therapist also knows about you. But you and I feel like have almost had similar journeys from like starting, like wanting to be creative entrepreneurs since we were young, doing weddings, transitioning into other things, but then also having like interpersonal life stuff throughout it all <laughs> and like how that's affected us in business. So like, I'll let you share your story if you're comfortable. But on my end, I know like growing up in like a really conservative Christian-y household where like traditionally women are seen as like second class, stay at home people. I had a lot of mental blocks like being successful and pursuing making money because I felt like I didn't deserve it and like wasn't worthy and it like stalled me out in my business and this was in like what 2020 or like 2019 when you were like Sarah get it together like <laughs> good things can come to you and the reason your business isn't working is because you're dumb and you need to get it together <laughs> I I called you dumb you you, those are my words those are my words <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons Danielle did not call me dumb she's a very nice good coach and she's not gonna yeah. make me feel bad <laughs> she made me feel awesome but yeah like you helped me through that mental block and when you did my business got better 
And like, I got more confident and my business did better and my personal life started doing better too. Cause I was like, oh, I'm worth what everyone else is worth. Really? Like, that's how I felt. <laughs> yeah. See, and wasn't it amazing? Didn't it feel super good? It did. It felt so good. How did you arrive at this like level of being like, I'm confident I can do what I want to do in my business and I'm going to make it. How did you get there? Well, I think in order to get to that level in business or in any aspect of your life, you always just kind of like have to have that about you. So that goes back to like starting a business. If we did not feel confident in some way, we never would have started the business. Yes, there's probably like really hard times where like we didn't feel that we were capable or we doubted ourselves, but it still took a level of confidence to be up to be able to even like show up and do that. So for a lack of better words, I think I've just always been like, I was a girl, a little girl who got told that like she could have the world and she could do anything um, and not to let people walk all over her and take advantage of her and X, Y, and Z. But it was never presented to me in a business aspect. It was just presented in me in a, if you want to buy an expensive purse, like don't let anybody tell you you cannot buy that expensive purse. So it is taking everything that I was taught from a very young age from a woman who didn't have the ability and the experiences to have that and then having the mindset on where to apply it on other aspects of my life. But um, I definitely I started my business that took like a level of confidence you know, like telling your family or your friends that you're not going to have a normal job and you are literally like you're walking away from going to a four-year university to go to a community college to get a degree in photography. They're like, why would that, what are you going to do for money? Like, what are you going to do for work? Um, So that took a level of confidence right there to stand up to say like, no, this is what I'm going to do. And then to make it happen. Um, which is what I did. And then I went full time in my business in 2017 and everything was like good and great. Um, that probably helped my confidence a lot. After I went full time in my business, I never, until 2019, I never had anything bad happen. I had a lot of success. Everything that I ever wanted to do in my career, I was able to get done in less than two years. So when you have that happen, it boosts your ego and it boosts your confidence. Um, And then in 2019, I experienced an ectopic miscarriage while I was photographing a wedding. So it was one of those experiences that kind of altered my life. Um, I woke up in a hospital and I had no idea what had happened. And it's kind of like, because I have the confidence that I have and what had happened in my business, I was able to make a very confident decision and stick to it, which is I'm getting out of weddings. I have to find something else to do. Um, And that kind of touches on that like childhood stuff of being told that I can do whatever I want, no matter what, and don't let anybody tell me not. So I switched to branding and then um, COVID hit. And then (laughs) yeah, 
marriage started experiencing a lot more difficulties that I realized I just could not be okay with for the rest of my life. And there's that little girl confidence coming back saying, you don't have to do this. You deserve whatever you want. Nobody's going to take that from you. Um, so kind of after, you know, pivoting my business, having a near-death experience and getting a divorce, there's really no other option but to show up confidently if I want to continue to work for myself. Yes, I love that. I mean, I don't love that like you went through all that, but just the confidence to be like, I'm going to do it. Like I can do whatever I want. I feel like not a lot of people get that in their life. You were probably one of the first people to tell me that, that like I could do whatever I wanted. For anyone watching who has like grown up in a church, especially as a woman in a church, like you don't get people on your side telling you anything or that you'll ever be anything other than like a housewife. Not that there's anything wrong with being a housewife, but if you want something else, it's like, why would you want that? That's stupid. And it's hard to like come to terms with that. The connection you're making to being raised in like a very conservative, like very um, religious based household. It's like, I think all of that is 100% true, but I think also where we live at and where, where our business started and where we live now, I think it's a very societal thing. Mm -hmm. Women, women are always like secondhand. That's just how it is um, in our society in general, but especially in the South, like we are raised to just be thankful and to be happy and that our jobs are to show up for so much and then to be thankful that we have what we have. And if you go against that, you're causing a problem and you're disrupting something and you don't need to do that. You just need to like sit down and be quiet and be pretty and do what, you know, is good to do, but don't do anything past that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or like if you want any more, it's like selfish or you're greedy. Yeah. Or like really terrible things. You're not just grateful and thankful for what you have, like not enough for you. Like it, we are, we are taught that if we do not kind of push everything that we want to the side and stand up for ourselves, that we are being selfish. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think a lot of people do feel that way. I think a lot of women feel that way. I don't think men struggle with that because their whole upbringing usually is like go get everything but they also have this weird weight of being told that like they're the provider of the house they're in charge of the house and like it's a disservice to them too in a way yeah but like I don't know I do think this is a particularly like feminine struggle in a sense I agree I agree it is it is a particularly feminine struggle and that's why the mindset factor is so important because not everybody is able to have the mindset on their own to say like, I deserve this. I can do this. Like I'm worthy of this. Not everybody has the mindset to do that. And if I had not gone through what I went through as a child, which was a very bad childhood with a lot of very, just like things I would wish upon nobody. 
I, I probably would not have had the mindset to say like, well, I have to take care of myself. Nobody else is going to. What would you say to somebody who like doesn't have the confidence right now? Like how would you go about developing that confidence in somebody? The first thing I would probably ask is like, well, why, why do you feel that you don't have the confidence? Because before you can instill anything in anybody, you have to first identify why they think they don't have it. Um, that's a really big one. It's like, and another really big thing that we do as a society is we just consume a lot of content and a lot of information and just, we consume it and then assume that it applies to us. But the same advice I gave you to find confidence is not the same advice I could give somebody else because you have different reasonings of why you don't feel confident within that moment or within that circumstance. So first, we've got to ask, why do you think you don't have it? Or where do you think you're lacking it? Identify it from there. And then it's a whole identification process of identifying, well, what do you want? What is your biggest, most craziest thing that you want? And asking them, do you think that you're worthy of having it? If somebody comes to you and says, no, I don't think I'm worthy of having it. There's nothing I can do to boost your confidence around that. There just isn't because your mind is made up. You don't think you're worthy. And that's a whole other thing. But if you're like, no, I do feel that I'm worthy of it. Okay. Well, then we got to work on the confidence to get you to take action on it. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned too, that like, you feel like this confidence in yourself directly correlates to success in your business and then back to success in your life and your relationships. So what have you found from like being a business and life coach and confidence coach and mindset coach? Like how do all of these things play together and why? When you have a good mindset, when you know that you're working more in a more positive mindset and you're able to identify a positive thought versus a negative thought around a circumstance, you feel better about yourself. And when you feel better about yourself and better about your decisions, your choices and your thoughts, you feel more confident. And when you feel more confident, you will show up. And when you show up, you take action. And when you confidently show up with a positive mindset around an action, you will get the desired result because you have the drive to keep going. If you are working from a mindset of just like, mediocre or like, I don't want to say negative, but maybe you're just burnt out or you're exhausted or you're just spinning the wheels and you're just spiraling all the time. You're making the effort, you're showing up, you're trying to think positive, but at the end of the day, you, you still have these, these negative dark thoughts that are overwhelming you. That's not going to give you the strength to keep going and to keep showing up on the hard days. Um, because one one thing that I have learned and one thing that I've taught a lot of people is like confidence, confidence isn't about showing up one time. Confidence isn't about doing something scary. Confidence is about being able to show up every single day. The days where your post or something didn't get any interaction, the weeks where you didn't make any sales and the months where you didn't feel like showing up and you felt like walking away from your business confidence is being able to continue to show up every single day, no matter the circumstance. Yeah. I run into people online and in person who like, they're just so negative. 
about their business and you're like, why are you in business? Like, why are you doing this? If you surround yourself with people that are negative about their business or their business, their finances, their life, you will start to see more negative things in your life, in your business, your finances. But if you surround yourself with people that are positive about it or even just real to say, you know what? It's not the best, and I know I need to work on that, but so far, I'm doing really good here, here, and here, and that is an improvement from last month. When you surround yourself with people like that, you're able to stay in a mindset that fuels you to keep going, that promotes confidence and promotes creativity and all that, so... A huge part of this conversation is also setting boundaries around like your energy, the type of people that you work with, the hours you work, and all these things to avoid that burnout that you were talking about. Because like once you're burnt out, you're it's trash. Like you're done, and if you can't pull yourself out of it, you're toast. Like you're done. Yeah, done. Um, and unfortunately, it takes a lot of confidence to set a boundary. And that is the missing piece for a lot of people. It's just confidence. And a lot of people lack confidence because they're not clear on why they're doing something or why they want a result. Mm -hmm. They just know that they want it or they feel that they deserve it, but they don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like there was one point in my business, probably in 2021, it would have been where I was working like constantly. And you were, and I was like tired. Like I was getting worn out. I had clients that were stressing me out and like people that would change deadlines on me at the last minute and just like all this stuff. And you were like, Sarah, you're the business owner. You get to tell them the deadlines. You get to tell them the hours you're going to work. And in my mind, I was like, well, they're going to get mad about that. Like (laughs) they're not going to like it. But it's the confidence that like, I don't care if they don't like it. They can find somebody else because there's clients out there who will respect me at the end of the day. People like boundaries. People like to know what their limit is. They like to know what is expected of them, how they can show up, what the result's going to be. People like boundaries. They may not like to be, the best way I can put this is like, people don't like to be spoken at. They like to be spoken to. Mm -hmm. They want conversation they want to be like hey my boundaries are that I stop working at five o'clock because I have a husband and I really want to spend time with him afterwards and that's a really big part of my life is finding a way to balance both work and life um but just letting you know I'll get back to you first thing in the morning you set a boundary and then you gave them a solution people if they don't like it at a certain point it's okay because you'll get back to them tomorrow at 9 a.m it's Mm -hmm. not about they feel at the end of the day, it's how you feel. And if you feel that you conveyed a boundary and that you represented yourself and your business and your contract and everything you said that you were going to do to its fullest, then, you know, nothing you can really do. That's so true. Like your business is really about how like you feel as long as you're doing right by your client and fulfilling your contracts and like communicating with them properly about everything yeah communication a lot of people I don't well I won't say a lot of people I don't think that people look at them that way Mm -hmm. I think like I have to set a boundary and it has to be this and they look at more of it as a rule 
I set a boundary, you need to follow it. I set a rule, follow it. It's not a rule. It's conver- It's not a boundary. It's a conversation. Yeah. It's a thing like, hey, I'm doing this because. When people feel that they are spoken to instead of spoken at, they're much more receptive. Yeah, definitely. I think when you set a boundary after the fact, it just kind of sounds like an excuse. (laughs) But when you've anticipated or you have enough experience in your field to know, like, these are the situations that will probably come up, I'm going to address them from the get-go. People feel a lot more confident in your service. And you feel a lot more confident, too, coming back and being like, hey, like, refer back to our previous communications about these things. This is what it is. But yeah, I think it does. It takes a lot of confidence to get there. And again, mindset work. It all it all comes back to your mindset. Like, do you feel like you're worthy to set a boundary or not? Yeah, and a lot of people struggle with setting, they can set boundaries at work, but they can't set, set boundaries in their life or they can set boundaries in their life, but they can't set boundaries at work. But honestly... If you can never master setting a boundary in your life, you will never fully master setting a boundary in your business. And if you cannot master communicating in your life, you will never master communicating in your business. Well, all right. Last words. What would you say to a business owner who is like, I know my mindset's not great. I know I don't have a ton of confidence. I want to work on it. What do I do? I would tell them, I would ask them, what do you think has been holding you back? Like, if you know all this, then what do you think is holding you back? And if they're like, oh, it's just my lack of confidence or it's my mindset, then, okay. What do you think the magical solution to this is? Look, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in letting people answer their own questions because a lot of times we know the answer. It's just, do we want to be vulnerable with ourselves to express it? So if you came to me and were like, I know my mindset isn't good. I know I'm lacking my confidence, you know, X, Y, and Z. I would say, okay, well, if you know all this stuff, like then what's up? Like, what's the magic solution? And if you're like, well, I think I need to get a coach. All right, go get a coach. Go get a coach. Do you know what kind of coach you want? Where are you struggling more? Are you struggling in business more or life? Or where do you feel you need the most help? Oh, I feel I need the most help around my mindset. Great. Okay. Yeah. Let's go look for you a mindset coach somewhere. Let's go look on Instagram, type in mindset coach, life coach, research. I would tell them research that at that point, see who speaks to you kind of just on their own without any salesy messaging or X, Y, and Z, like when you look at them, do they, do you get the feeling that they understand what you're experiencing, what you're going through and that they've been through the same thing? Do you feel a sense of connection to them without ever hearing a sales pitch from them? And if, yeah, then yeah, go with them. And if you're like, yeah, I don't know, I got to hear a sales pitch then hear a sales pitch, take a call. You don't have to book anything. All coaches give clarity calls. Other questions I would love to ask too, but those are kind of like the first most basic ones. It's like, well, where do you feel you're struggling? Why do you feel you haven't done that? What do you think is the solution? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're right. Like nine times out of 10, someone will pull their answer out from the sky and you're like, that's it. Do that. (laughs) And they just probably just wanted someone to confirm it for them. 
Yeah, I think another thing too is after after asking them like, hey, what's the solution to this? And if they identify the solution, I think the most overlooked question that a lot of people don't even ask is, do you want my help? Do you want me to help you move moving forward, connecting you with somebody, or are you good now? Because like you just said, a lot of people, they just needed somebody to bounce something off of. Mm-hmm. So first it's asking them, do they even want the help after they have identified what's going on? People DM me all the time and I'm like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Like, tell me your problem. I'll see if I can help you right now. Yeah. And every other time I help them right there. No sales call, no clarity call, nothing. You're my DMs. You were, you were vulnerable enough to ask me, so I'm going to give you a solution. Let's go. Don't be scared of people. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, what's the worst thing that can happen? You asked a question and they didn't reply. Oh, shucks. Your answer, your question went unanswered. You didn't have an answer before. You know, right. ask somebody else. See if they reply to it. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you for an amazing chat today. I think people are going to love to hear this. All right, we hit the time limit on our Zoom recording, but that was my good friend Danielle, who is a holistic life and business coach. So if you're interested in her program, I'm going to link her site in the comments below. But thank you, Danielle, for this amazing chat. I can't wait to share it. And get out there, be confident, and do amazing things in your business.